All the stories you're about to hear are based on true fictitious stories. Since the dawn of time, every civilization has asked themselves this simple question. Is someone born evil or raised to become evil? But the real question they should have been asking themselves is, what made someone even become evil? In Vlachsky's case, perhaps it was his close proximity to stupidity. Or maybe he was just born a dick. Tonight's episode is called A Brief History of Vlachsky. Why don't we listen in? What in the H-E double hockey sticks is going on here? Let's see. Next up is Jessica. Present. Mary. Hey. And Nancy, you're in the batter's box. No problem. Ladies, please have all your paperwork in order. <sighs> oh, hello, Nebish. Shanghao, Nihao. Oh, sorry, I forgot. Good morning, Nihao. Zhao Shanghao, Mr. Nebish. Wait, I thought you... What is going on here? Mr. Pochki is interviewing secretaries for the office. He didn't tell you? He called me last night during my weekly sits bath. Ah, uh, I see. Wait, he's what? And you're doing what? A sits bath. It cleans the space between the rectum and the vulva, or scrotum. I sit all day. Kinda nice to stand for once. Damn I, Nihau. Hey, I was in line first. I was ahead of him. What the- Who ordered the breakfast burrito? Ladies, please. He works here as Mr. Pochke's manservant. I'm not a manservant. I'm his assistant and best friend. Oh, he is his manservant. Lester, what the hell is going on? Morning, Mr. Nebish, sir. Good morning, Sam. Why do you have parts for a fire extinguisher on the floor? Mr. Pochke challenged me into making it into a duck sauce dispenser for when he eats his breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Uh-huh, okay. Uh, when you're done with that, please finish up wiring the security system for the office. I mean, we still don't know who sent that care package or why. No problem, boss. I will have that up within the next hour. I needed a 20-minute break from working on that. This took you 20 minutes? Yeah, the hardest part was emptying the canister. Oh, we'll need a new fire extinguisher. Oy vey. Good morning, Lester. How are you? Looks and smells like you had a very busy morning. Good morning, Nebby. Yep, nothing like that morning cup of coffee or two. Gotta love the smell of... Citrus in the morning. Yes, I know. So what are you doing? I thought we were going to discuss a new secretary. I was going to be involved. More importantly, we are getting more hate mail than clients, and I don't even know how that's possible. We've only been open for less than two weeks. Has it been that long? Feels like only yesterday I was having Ed's lunch in the break room. You don't think he's sending the hate mail, do you? Ed was fired, so it's very possible. Now, what about that package? Do you think it's wise to have all these random people in here to be interviewed? Who knows if one of them could be the very one who sent us those memes? Mr. Nebish, I scanned the package. Nothing harmful was detected. Well, that's something. Was there anything useful you did find? Sam, I got this. By the way, the duck sauce shooter is almost ready. Nebish, here. Have a sausage or two. What? No, where did that... Oh, no. Yep. You didn't. I did. Sam said it was harmless. What if it was poisoned? It's pronounced poisson, and it's French for fish. Funny. It didn't taste like fish. She meant the box was safe, not the meat was safe. 
right, Sam? Not exactly. I also enjoyed the meat. That's how I knew it was harmless. Not you, too. Relax, Neb. Life moves at a slower pace here than at your last job, Foot Locker. No, I told you I invented the Amazon Locker. You know, for deliveries? Okay, fine. Meat safe, unknown senders, danger lurking around every corner, so naturally you decide to hire a new secretary. Oh, I'm just doing the pre-interview interview. Okay, how many women have you interviewed? Just one. Meet Mildred. We've been talking about World War II for the last hour. Guten Tag, Herr Nobish. Uh-huh. Relax. Her family donated to the Shoah Project out of guilt. Yavor. And a Jawa to you, too. Thank God I came early to work today. Mildred, please, wait in the lobby. Danke, Heinz. A secretary? Seriously? It's time. We need someone to handle our ins and outs. And it would be nice to be out on assignment more often. Exactly. Fine. Bring in the next candidate. Ni hao. Sally, get in here. Good morning, Mr. Flaxky. What can I do for you? You called me boss? No, Sean, he called me. Sorry, Sally, force of habit. Hold on a second, Sian. But my name is Sean. Shh, Sian, I'm talking with Sally. Sally, how are you today? May I say, your yellow rubber gloves are just stunning with your outfit. Oh, these are not my normal gloves. I was plunging the toilet in the bathroom and didn't have a chance to take them off. It was severely backed up. Whoever is having poopy issues should try a new diet. I just heard about this new OJ diet. Nope, that doesn't sound right. You might be thinking of the Nordberg cleanse. <laughs> Sorry, Sally. Too much Gorgonzola from the last heist. Don't let his gas fool you. He's one of the best cheese men in the business. He was able to roll it down the street faster than anyone I'd ever seen. Thanks, boss. No problem, Sean. Shauna. So close. Sir, I need to get back to the latrine and finish cleaning. Don't forget your meeting at noon today with the dumpling contingent of Chinatown. And then at two, you're meeting with that Jewish deli truck company, Drive Gazunt. Ah, uh, yes. We're negotiating about them coming into town and opening up a few carts and food trucks. Those are going to be some tricky negotiations. Can a dumpling truck park next to a Kerplock truck on a high holiday? Mr. Flakshi, we also need to talk about those office supplies. Sven, don't you see that I'm talking with Sally here? Why are you so rude all the time? I didn't pay all that cash for you to fail at Bobby's night school. Sorry, Sally. My apologies. So, uh, Sally, did you see the big game last night? I don't read sports. <laughs> you are very funny. Sir, there was no game played last night. <laughs> what are you talking about, Sven? There was a curling match last night between the Manitoba Lemurs and the Saskatchewan Hedgehogs. Go Lemurs! Oh, dang, I missed it. How did Philip Mad Dog Bjornsson push the stone? Like his kidneys depended on it. Not now, Scots. He was smooth as usual, Sally. Good to know we have another lemur fan in the building. Take that into consideration, Seymour. What about Pochki? What about him? You told me the next time we spoke, you would tell me everything. Sarge, that's so old. It's at least two episodes and one Monroe ago. Come on, man, get with it. Episodes? What are you asking? Why are you obsessed with this man and his friends? We have something like 47 different operations happening simultaneously across the globe and more on the horizon yet. 
And yet you keep diverting money to focus on these imbeciles. It doesn't have to make sense to you. And it really doesn't have to make sense to me either. It's just, it's something that's been gnawing at me for years. So when I say jump- Then I'm supposed to ask, how high? No, that's ridiculous. You can only get like a foot, foot and a half off the ground, tops. So what do you want from me? Stevie, I want you to be more like Sally here. I want you to clean the toilets without ever asking or questioning why. Take some initiative to keep our criminal organization running like a Swiss. Watch. I was thinking furniture store, but fine, whatever works for you. Sir, with all due respect, my name is Sean, and you've known this. I would appreciate if you would get it right. I am your right and left hand man, depending on which side I am standing on, and I have been nothing but loyal, and today is my sixth year anniversary of working with you. Oh wow, six years. It's been that long, huh? Six long years of me calling you a different name. Okay, let's settle this here and now. Settle this? How so? Well, your name is spelled S-E-A-N, correct? Yes. Okay, your name is spelled just like Bean. Mean, lean. Yes, but- I'm not done, clean, Dean, seen, Jean, also Jean is in our cells. Sir, I, I get it. Ah! You know better than interrupt me, Arlene Bernstein. Ah, how I love those bears growing up as a child. I used to read them in school. But Not done. Oh wait, here it comes. I've been stalling for this flashback to arrive. Here we go. Three, two, one. Buy your tickets to the Harvest Festival. Bobbing for meatballs and mashed potatoes is back once again. Tickets are only $8 with 38 slots in. See you all there. So I was saying to the librarian that the Bernstein Bears books are one of the best series ever written. I don't read much. Does the book have pictures or scratch and sniff parts? Lester, you do realize that the words in those books cast pictures in your mind's eye, right? You visualize a story being told to you. Oh, I hope it's meatloaf for lunch. <sighs> Why do I even bother talking with you? Because we carpool every day and we are friends. Just because my bopcha drives you to school does not make us friends. You are more of an acquaintance, at best. Ah, shucks. Thanks, Flacky. Good morning, Lester. And how are you today? Hello, Miss Coda Frokost. I'm doing okay. I've been thinking about lunch all day. Milo's surprise is my favorite. Here, yeah, the surprise is it's not meat. Oh my, you're such a dear. Gravy? Yes, please. Gravy on the mashy mesh. Oh, yeah. Asparagus? I like how it makes my pee smell. Silly boy. I hope they have my favorite dessert today. What would that be? Rice pudding? Ah, rice pudding. The perfect ending to a wonderful meal. You don't get out much, do you? Next. I embarrass my parents so they don't take me out much. You heard of latchkey kids? Sure. Well... I'm a potchkey kid. <laughs> Get it? No. God help us in 20 to 30 years. Harvey Flatchkey, put that Bernstein's bear book down. You're in line for lunch. My dear woman, Bernstein Bears is a milestone in children's literature. Oh, well, excuse me, David Sedaris. Now, what do you want for lunch that will satisfy sophisticated palate? Oh, boy. It's like I'm dining at the Four Seasons Dumpster. Don't be mean. Fine. Let me have the unreal meatloaf with the smashed potatoes and gravy to get rid of the taste of that unreal meatloaf. I will also take a dessert too, please, and thank you. Unreal is right. 
This is the best meatloaf I have ever had. My mom usually just puts tangy barbecue sauce on a few pieces of white bread and then just adds bacon bits. I count the days till this is back on the lunch menu. You don't have a sophisticated palate, do you? Nope. I'm not allowed to paint anymore. I used to eat the paint chips. Grape smells like grape. Yeah, I suppose it does, Lester. Okay, boys, here you go. I set this aside for you this morning, Lester. The last rice pudding. And Harvey, you get a container of this. Prunes. I hate prunes. If Kuna Frokos was here today, I would make her eat nothing but prunes. If this person was here today, I'm pretty sure that's all she'd be able to eat. Kona Frokost was my first arch nemesis in elementary school. She was the... Lunch lady and my aunt. Wait, what? Oh man, that's a cliffhanger. Speaking of, it's finally available on Netflix. Sir, I mean Nebish, whoops! I mean, Mr. Nebish, sir, do you want me to install any form of guns coming down from the ceiling in case of an invasion? No, no guns dropping from the ceiling. Mr. Potchke said you would say that. How about diamond-cutting lasers? Someone breaks in, and then they're zapped, sliced and diced like deli meat. It's still not helping. Did someone say deli? I will have a nice corned beef on rye with mustard coleslaw on the side and the pickle. No one said lunch. Can I get a bagel with lox, tomato, and onion? Okay, fine. I will call in the lunch order. Lester, do you like any of the ten secretaries we've met? If you want, I can make a lie detector from your cell phone, three paper clips, and some lint from your pocket. I'm allergic to lint. I like candidate number four, Mary, seven, Mildred, and fifteen, Maud. Let's bring them back for the swimsuit competition. Um, we can't do a swimsuit competition. That is considered sexual harassment. Plus, you do realize that all the women you picked are miles past retirement age. Hey, ageism! My granny still wears a two-piece bikini to the beach every weekend, and the lifeguards stop and stare. Have any pictures? Lester! Ichabod! Meow! He left a half hour ago. Why did you call him? Everyone was saying a name. Uh, did someone call me? Meow! So your aunt was Kona Froko, the meanest lunch lady that ever lived? Yeah, that's what I said. She retired and moved in with us at our beach house when I was in junior high. Hey, in the summer, did you sell seashells by the seashore? Haha, <laughs> yeah, I actually did. I had a little stand called Sally Sells Seashells by the Seashore, 77 cents per seashell with Saturday specials. Sally sells seashells by the seashore. <laughs> uh, Sean, that was pretty funny. Sir, you got my name right for once. Happy days. Don't let it go to your head, numbnuts. Sally, why are you still wearing the rubber gloves and holding that plunger? That's not in your job description, is it? I'm not sure, sir. My job is to order office supplies, mail out invoices, reorder weaponry. Oh, there's a sale on 9mm hollow points at bulletsrs.com. You guys really use a lot of ammo. I think it's a pretty good deal. I also keep track of the drug orders. Oh, what else do I do? Oh, food shop, water the killer plants, sometimes help set up kidnapping locations, put paper in the copier, change the oil in the getaway cars, change the bottle at the water cooler. You were able to lift that heavy water bottle? Wow, Sienna and I can't even do it. Sure, it's no problem. Boss, I can do it. Shut up, Smedley. I'm just saying. It's all in the knees. 
Wilt Chamberlain taught me that. Enough of the small talk. On to brass tacks. Scotch, where we with Project Potch keep a trail? Or when that idiot falls off the building? We have someone who is willing to go where Potchke is currently working to get him fired. Payment will not be that much either. Wait, is this, is this a flashback? Huh? Hasn't he opened his detective agency yet? Who, sir? Potchke. I just don't understand what your obsession is with this store security guard is. He looks like a common schnook. Oh, this is a flashback. Huh. Scared me for a second. Okay. <sighs> Lester Potchke is more than just some schnook, as you call him. The man is a full-fledged, incompetent nincompoop. It all started back at Schlotsky School for over and under achievers. I was an over and he was an under. Every gym class I would get picked- First? No, dead last in everything. Potchke was always picked one before me. Literally, we would be the only ones standing there without a team and he would get picked first. Do you have any idea how infuriating that can be to a kid? Nope, I was the school jock. Yeah, and then there was this time I ran for school president. My motto was, don't be a bottom, be a top. The view is so much better. Don't be an underachiever, be an overachiever, and be on top. So just to be clear, is, is this a flashback? Is a flashback on a flashback? Are we flash-forwarding? Are we being incepted? I, I don't think I belong in this part of the story. I'll see myself out. And remember, a vote for me is a vote for- National Wedgie Day? Shut up, Lester, this is serious. I'm trying to make our school a better place for all of us. I want a number two pencil on every desk. More standardized tests. Three minutes less of recess and more library time. Is that asking a lot? Why not just leave it the way it is? It works for Congress. We are all happy now. Only thing I would change is to add more rice pudding as a daily dessert. Food, is that all you want to think about? And toilets. That's about 88% of my daily thinking capacity. How about improving yourself? Be a leader, Potsky. Be, be someone that people want to look up to. Nah, my goal is to be a store security guard. Those guys got it all. Free t-shirts, paid lunch breaks, free lunches. You also get to live in a mall or an office building. I'm, I'm sorry, a security guard, Potsky. Oh, maybe one day you can be head security guard and live in a one-room apartment with a bathroom right next to the kitchen sink. You think? That would be awesome. I would not have to go far if I wanted a snack or to wash my feet. Mr. Flocksheep, sir, are you okay? Have we come back from the flashback? Oh yeah, we are. So, you were saying? Why don't we just follow him home and just put two rounds in his head? Bang, bang, done. We're over with. No, if we do that, then we will be waking a sleeping lion in his old partner. Who knows how deep his organization runs? Others, sir? Are there more imbeciles not taken into account? You no, know he has a cousin, backwoods type of guy. Also couldn't pick heads from tails with a double-headed coin. I'm not sure who the others are yet, but I do know his old partner, Ichabod Mortimer Nebish, is equal parts brilliant as he is frugal. He also has been part of my plan as well. Remember my nephew, Harvey? Sure. 
He's a chip off the old evil block. I have him watching Nebish closely. Mr. Floxgate, there's a call for you on line one, sir. It's Officer Slant. Sean, pay close attention. This already happened, but we want to show my side of the story. Oh boy, if I'm this confused, then the FBI listening in is probably completely baffled. Wait, what? Who was listening? Officer Slant is waiting, sir. <sighs> Line one, okay. Let me see. Do I press one and talk, or do I need to pick up the receiver and click transfer? Sir, just pick up the receiver, press one, and then start talking. What if I don't want to hold the receiver? I'm the boss, I want to look cool. Doesn't this phone have a speaker function? I. Can I just use that to talk to her? Mr. Floxgate, does it matter whether you want to hold the phone or not? I have issues with holding things to my face. Makes me feel weird. Okay, well, she hung up. Go for the Flockster. What the hell took you so long to pick up? Let me guess, you don't know how to use the telephone. Okay, Slant, quit giving me shit about it. You tell me, is tonight the night? Is tonight what night? You know, the night. The night to order wings? What are you, what are you talking about? I want to make sure we are the ones that get called for the you-know-what, is what I mean. Yes, tonight is the night. Sean found a guy very cheap to pose as a mark for Lester to follow in the store. Lester normally will have off tonight, but we will call him and tip him off that there is going to be a shoplifter in his store. He loves clues. If only he had one. Thank you for the information, Officer Slant. Today's a good day to stop crime, and a worse case for my inner monologue to flare up. I'm restless and irritable, and not my bowels this time, surprisingly just my soul. I feel like something's coming. I just can't figure it out. Huh. Well, if you're wondering when this happens in the story, it's set just before episode one, Lester's on the case. Go have a listen if you need. I couldn't sleep much tonight. My insomnia is acting up just like a lumberjack's bunion. Go for Pochki. Hello, Lester Pochki. The world famous dick? Yes, this is a said dick. Who is this? American Express? I sent in those fake checks last week. No, I am an anonymous caller. Anonymous, huh? Well, you did just tell me your name. What? Seriously? No. Forget, look, forget it. Just listen. I have it on good authority that there will be a shoplifter in your store today. You may want to take precautions when you go into work. Nah, it's okay. One shoplifter is not too bad. I'll just warn Ed Manager at lunch. No, it has to be you. Why is that? It's my day off, and I'm neck deep in folding socks and poopoo undies. Socks and poopoo undies? Who the hell talks like this? Listen, I'm a fan of your previous work, and I want to see you in action once again. Maybe even get an autograph when you apprehend this shoplifter. Wow. You have a lot of chutzpah telling me this. You know what? I will catch this person. Or maybe I don't. I have no idea what they really look like. Trust me, you will. Just head over there around 5 p.m. for a few samples, okay? Oh, good. I still have time to shower and change. Perfect. Just be prepared to get our guy out. We will call you and let you know when it's going down, okay? What should I do with the shoplifter? I still have to make it look convincing. Can I use force if he gets out of hand? Hold on, let me see. Sergio! 
Are we paying this guy enough that he can get tased? Yeah, I think it's in his contract to get tased no more than three times maximum. Slant's all good with the tasing. Three zaps, maybe four if you're feeling randy. Okay. <laughs> I like tasing. Hold on a second, Slant. Sean, give me that list of mascots. Mascots? Oh, oh, oh we're, we're getting mascots? I actually have a great idea for one. Roger Ruger is one. He looks just like a gun, and when you pull his trigger where his crotch area is, uh, water will shoot out of his nozzle. Uh, sure. You draw me a picture and I'll think about it. Just give me the list, please. I need to plan for the next case. Sir, I'm still here. Ah, yes, you are. So we're good? I got my taser charging. Tomorrow, Project Potchkey Betrayal goes live. Very good, sir. Sergey, let's order in, shall we? Okay, Agnes. You've made it further than any other candidate we've had so far. Even the ones making sexual advances at me, like the good old days. Also, you scored the highest on the gaming table. You have great luck shooting craps. As much as I have taking them. And cleaning them, too. So thank you, sir. I take my job very seriously. I used to be a pit boss back in the day. I can see that. So when do I start? Not so fast. We still have two more categories left. Okay, but I'll have to take my panties off first. Uh, no, please, keep your hosiery on at all times. If you insist. Oh, I insist. I insist. Riddle time! Oh, I love riddles. Perfect. This is to test your abstract thinking. I've been told I'm an abstract thinker. Well, you're no abstract painter. Unless you count the mess in the toilet bowl this morning. Touché. Okay, Agnes, back to business. Here we go. Number one, I'm great for protection. You use your fingers to get me off. What am I? Gloves. Wow, you got that right. Okay, let's try another one. Whatever you say, Mr. Petsky. It's Potchki. Uh, you'll get the hang of it. Okay, here we go. I'm at least six inches long. I love it wet and foamy. When I get to do my job, what am I? That's not appropriate. Agnes. Uh... Tick-tock, tick-tock. A toothbrush. Right again! So I got the job? Nope. One final exam. Exam? The eye exam? Oh, boy. Here you go. Read this. C, Z, Y, N, S, T, A, S, Z. You can read that? Read it? I know him. He's my butcher. Agnes, I think you're gonna fit in here pretty well. Thank you, sir. Should I take my stockings off now? Still, no. What about Mr. Nebish? Great question. Neb, come in here. Yes, Potkey. I have a few serious candidates that could be capable of sending us that meat package. Speaking of meat package, this is Agnes Krupnik. She's going to be our new receptionist. Nice to meet you. Agnes here comes with years of training. Well, that's great. You've got a lot to get done, so your expertise will be much appreciated. I once let the president of Pontiac touch my bottom. I can offer you that same assistance. No, thank you. It's a very kind offer and grossly unprofessional in whatever year this story takes place. Thank you both. I look forward to doing my part here. Whatever you need. Welcome aboard. Uh, you start on Monday. Good night, gentlemen. Pachki, we need to talk. Talk about what? Oh, you're, you're always with the cases. Yeah, well, that's how we survive. Oh, and by the way, you're going to be paying Agnes every week. What? 
It, uh, it only seems fair, Nettie. Somehow that seems right. So what's up? We're almost out of time. Whose time? I have no idea. I've narrowed down the suspects. Excellent. Well, to be more specific, I narrowed down the meat distributors to only three companies that import that kind of meat. <laughs> you said meat. But more importantly... Ugh, time's up, but... But the case is just about to crack wide open. As they say in the movies, I never see to be continued. Uh, probably not if I know how we operate. Fair enough. Hey, Sam, is my duck sauce gone ready yet? I almost forgot. So do you need a tummy rub? No, not yet. Please, follow me into the torture room. Did, did I do something wrong? After you, scallion. Surprise! Surprise! Surprise. Surprise. Sir, so you, you remembered, sir. Well, thanks, Sally. Well, you reminded me, but yes. Congrats on six years, Shonathon. Yay! Oh, I'll, I'll never forget this moment. You better. No one can know I have a soft spot. And it's right in the center of your chest. Tonight's episode reminds me of something the famous mime Marcel Marceau once said. Nothing. Just keep your mouth shut. Cappuccino? Memories can be cloudy, soups can be cold, and evil never sleeps. Two out of three ain't bad in my world. And now it's time to heat things up. Hotchkey's got no idea what's about to hit him. So, tune in and find out what happens next time on the Potchkey Audio Chronicles. Potchkey Audio Chronicles is produced by Potchkey Podcasts. Created, written, directed by Robert A. Palmer and Eric N. Horowitz. Editor and sound mixer, Michael A. Weiss. Additional editing by Robert A. Palmer. Music by Kevin McLeod. Check them out at incompetech.com. Lester Pochke and Kona Frokost are played by Eric N. Horowitz. Nevish is played by Nathan Faudry. Nihau is played by Benjamin Wong. Officer Slant and Sam are played by Vonnie Neal. Sean and Mildred are played by Timothy Muller. Sally and Random Female Voices are played by Stephanie Watson. Agnes is played by Hannah Allier. Flotchke and Anonymous Caller are played by Carlos Ortega Jr. School Announcer is played by Robert A. Palmer. Special thanks to Steve Bloom and everybody at Bloombox Studios. Copyrights 2020 by Potchkey Podcast. Visit us on the web at www.potchkeyaudiochronicles.com.